You are listening to What in the Horror with your host Lando and Tim. Welcome back to yet another episode of What in the Horror with your host Lando and Tim. Today we will be reviewing Thanks Killing from 2007 and Thanks Killing 3 from 2012. So since it's Tim's turn to go first this episode, we will be going with Thanks Killing from 2007. Take it away, Tim. Yeah, so... At first, is uh, it just zooms in on these titties. I'm not kidding. That's how this movie starts. Just tits hanging out of uh, like this top that's wide open. Uh, there's a topless pilgrim being chased uh, and uh, is then eventually slain with a tomahawk wielded by an evil demonic turkey, which quips, nice tits, bitch. Yes, this is really how this movie starts for real. I'm still curious on why her, why she was running with her boobs out because... That seems like a very good reason to knock yourself out because she wasn't slightly, she wasn't like light on the breast. Um, but whatever. Interesting. So centuries later, uh, five college students uh, got Kristen, uh, Jock, Johnny, Ditsy Alley, Redneck Billy, uh, Kristen's a good girl, and a nerdy Darren. Um, and they're heading home for Thanksgiving with their families. After Kristen calls her father, the local sheriff, uh, the car overheats. And um, in Crawberg, formerly known as Crawlberg. Anyhow, well, after the, she gets out the phone with her dad, her, well, she's not, just before she gets out the phone with her dad, when she gets the phone call, uh, he gets a phone call. It was right after his uh, wife walks up to him and he makes him coffee. He tries to drink. He goes, tastes like shit. Is this shit messing? She goes, yes, there is. When he, when he realizes it, when he looks over at it, he goes, there is shit in it. Yes, I want a divorce. And then... Uh, while she, he's on the phone with her, he tells she goes, uh, he says, oh, and uh, your uh, stepmom's gone now, too. So that's good. <laughs> so really weird and awkward situation. The mustache is like, oh, you got to see the movie to understand. Anyhow, she gets off the phone. Uh, this forces the forces them all to camp out for the night as they're uh, setting up because the car's overheated and they need to like cool off anyway. Uh, and Darren tells this. Uh, Settler era folktale of Feathercloud, a Native American shaman who is dishonored by by a pilgrim and um, named Chuck Langston, or one of Billy's ancestors, nonetheless, and outraged Feathercloud, and he used necromancy to create a tur- turkey who is said to appear every five hundred and five years to slaughter the Cauc- all the Caucasians he he encounters. What the Caucasians are supposed to have done wrong, anyhow. Um, so she tells this story and stuff, and then. Elsewhere, a dog owned by a hermit named Oscar urinates on this miniature little totem. You'd have to see this totem to understand, but this miniature little totem looks like something you pick up at the thrift store, um, desecrating it and releasing the turkey prematurely and urinating on his head as well as he pops up of the ground. <laughs> the dog just keeps going. Angry, the turkey kills the dog, prompted uh, Oscar to swear vengeance as, as the turkey runs off because he sees that they, they killed his dog. And scares christian which uh christian tells the other about the running with the turkey because he sneaks the turkey actually talks to her while she's out trying to you know go to the bathroom and they she tells a story and they'll laugh it off until a baby rabbit that just flies out of nowhere it lands in the fire and this is an obvious stuffed rabbit animal <laughs> comical in a way uh which appears to have been pecked to death is thrown into the campfire uh of course yeah billy's the one that thinks it was pecked to death oh it's been ripped out and and then Darren's like explaining, oh, yeah, this has been ripped out by 
definitely a turkey. And it's like it's just way too much thought process into something that's just torn up and in a fire. But anyhow, interesting. <laughs> Sorry. The uh, the next day, the turkey flags down a vehicle. No kidding. I'm not joking you. This turkey flags down a vehicle like trying to hitchhike. And the driver sexually propositions him. <laughs> like, ask gas or grass. I don't see no gas or grass. <laughs> He's going to fuck the turkey. Turkey responds to shooting a man in the head and hijacking the car. with a sh- he shoots him in the head with a shotgun. Where the fuck the shotgun came from, I don't have a clue. Where the shotgun was on the turkey beforehand, I don't understand. Uh, by nightfall, the students reach their, reach their respective homes. While Johnny tries to reconnect with his estranged father, because his father kind of doesn't talk into him since he broke his leg and lost first string quarterback. So, and then he tells his father a lie after a bit and tells him, oh, I'm getting it back just to make his father happy. And as soon as his father is happy and smiling at him and they're talking and it seems all everything's good as far as not including a lie, the relationship, the turkey cuts his father's neck open while they're sitting on the bench together. And then he goes and runs to the screen door and his mother's standing there dead with her neck cut. But he manages to escape and rejoins his friends with all the exception of Allie who's having sex with her boyfriend, Greg. Turkey walks in on the lovers and slits Greg's throat and falls. He just, Greg falls backwards and everything, you know, blood on her back. And she must think it's like, come, I don't know. And then he rapes her unaware that uh, the unaware alley before snapping her neck. When she, when he finally, he speaks to her and lets her know it's him. She like literally just pounds. She, they're not kidding. This looks like something straight out of like, it's just this this part I have to admit was quite funny. Um, all right, and then snaps her neck. After uh, finding Allie's remains, the students decide to go to Christian's house to see if her see if under her father's books uh, about turkeys about the turkey in his library because the library is closed. Because you know everybody's father just would have a random book about a demonic turkey, right? Yeah. So the turkey beats them there and uh, has has a snack. And and uh, a coffee or whatever with with her father talking to her, saying he's one of her friends and he has a turkey while her father's dressed up in his uh, turkey outfit, nonetheless, because he's about to do some. I don't know. I get a phone call about something he had to do. I guess he got signed up to be a turkey for something for for Thanksgiving. He was about to head out. So they have this nice conversation. But then the turkey keeps on talk. Uh, he keeps talking to the turkey and making these midget comments because he's short. <laughs> Not that he's a turkey, but he's short. And he finally has enough, and turkey kills him. Um, so, oh, it yeah, this is just this is something else. Like you have to watch to understand. This is the sheriff, by the way. This is happening. <sighs> and uh, the last part that sets him over the edge is he mistakes him for a duck instead of a turkey. So Christian finds her friends and arrive and. They're allowed in by the turkey who has donned a sheriff's severed face as a disguise. This two-foot turkey with a terrible, like, leather face mask is dangling off him with his horrible mustache. (laughs) And he talks to her. Hi, honey. How are you? (laughs) Yep. This girl's bright. The bright one. Anyhow. (laughs) uh, Let's let's him in. Doesn't say a word. Acts fine. And Darren finds a book about the turkey. Mentions it can be killed by with his magic talisman removed. And the rest of the passage about him is written in code with a mathematical code. This looks like something straight out of like advanced algebra when it shows the picture. So 
you know, while this is going on and he's figuring it out and he's got to break the code to figure out the chanting they have to do to get him to be able to kill him. Billy stumbles on the turkey disposing of the sheriff's body. Literally walks in. What do you got there? Nothing, nothing. And then he realizes the sheriff's body. Oh, you killed the sheriff. And he um, kills Billy. Like, pecks him to death. So, yeah. And then, uh, well, I'm sorry. That's just, it's hilarious. <sighs> so, and then while this is all going on, Billy, because Billy uh, stumbles onto the turkey, getting rid of the sheriff's body. And he, uh, they get the talisman off the turkey and the turkey gets away. Um, Billy doesn't die here yet. So um, he manages to get away. But that's only because the others came into the room. So Billy storms off while Darren cracks the code and the book, discovering the turkey must be burned at the stake after a demonic prayer is said backwards. Outside, the turkey magically enters Billy's body by pretending to be a magical turkey dinner because Billy is really hungry. That's why he left, because there's a murderous turkey on loose and he had to go get food because there was nothing in the fridge. So, And he eats him and then the turkey, like, Kills him from the inside out after shooting a shotgun from inside his belly somehow. Like I said, this is uh, kind of interesting. If you've seen the leprechaun, multiply it. Well, Billy dies in Darren's arms when they find him. And they reminisce about the good times they had together. Going through this whole sequence of dreams of like, it looks like they were dating. Carrying each other, running through fields, skipping together, holding hands. It's something. And Darren and Christian and Johnny track the turkey to his teepee and say a prayer. There's this random little teepee inside the road, little tiny thing, but it's big on the inside. But as they prepare to uh, burn him, he runs outside and is shot by Oscar. Remember the guy with the dog? Oscar leaves, and because it, they say he's obviously dead because he's in, the, in a trash can, and the other goes to Christmas house, unaware that the dumpster turkey was blasted into the container. The, the uh, container was blasted into contains radioactive waste. It wasn't glowing when they saw the turkey, but then glowed afterwards and it reanimates him into like his weird zombie turkey thing believing the turkey is dead surviving teens go back to kirsten's house while johnny and kirsten admit their feelings for each other and basically get it on darren awkwardly goes to the kitchen stepping over them to get a snack their turkey rips uh, darren's tongue and heart out like pulls his tongue out with his beak and then rips his heart out and throws it on the floor johnny goes to find darren in the kitchen turkey stabs johnny with an electric knife uh, Kristen slaps Turkey and runs over to the shed with a badly wounded Johnny. Uh, Turkey has chased her, but Kristen s- sets Turkey on fire with an aerosol flamethrower. You know, the lighter and a, fl- and a can of hairspray or something. Or maybe it's paint. And he uh, burns to death while Johnny dies from the electric carver stab. He bleeds to death and dies in her arms. Kristen uh, grabs a pipe and knocks, knocks, him, uh, knocks him into a pile of wood. And then... Uh, turkey that is and oscar congratulates her as she eats the turkey's legs later at a family thanksgiving dinner the cool cooked turkey comes to life in turkey's voice and yells do i smell a sequel biatch and that's how it ends (laughs) that said uh i'm trying to think of what to say but i I, i'm this is going to be an interesting one to go over how i feel about it but while while i'm thinking of exactly how to word this lando do you have some numbers on this one Oh, yeah, there's not much to go on with the numbers and everything for this one. Rotten Tomato didn't even bother giving it a score, but the audience score on their website gave it a 42. Google gave it a 61. The budget for this thing was a little over $3,000. There was no box office, because clearly this is a B-movie, so 
But when it comes to my thoughts and everything, horrible acting. The blood and guts were okay, but some parts of the movie, you could tell it was fake as fuck. This movie is labeled as a horror slasher, but it feels more like a badly done horror comedy without horror and shitty comedy. The only enjoyable parts were, of course, the pilgrim titties in the beginning of the movie and the ending credits. <laughs> so with that being said, I gave it a 1.5 skull rating just because of the titties. So what about you there, Tim? Yeah, the the yeah, it's, it, it was it was a badly done horror comedy with a budget of 3000, you said? Yeah, 3000. You know what? For for someone just shooting this for $3000, Okay, I mean, I can kind of see this. This is like your backyard shoot. Okay. And uh, four, 42% sounds good because this is definitely like a 420 or some kind of inebriation movie to watch and watch. You definitely need it. Uh, yeah, if you're going to watch this movie, do not prepare for a horror slasher movie. Prepare for, um, you know, that cult style off comedy slasher horror because <laughs> that is definitely what it is. And I gave it also a 1.5 because it, it, had its moments. There were a couple parts that made me just laugh out loud because it's like so wrong. The turkey itself, just the way the turkey looks and his, okay, I like the turkey sassy attitude. I do. Uh, some of the commentary it makes makes no sense, but I know, some of it's like, okay, that's kind of a nice one-liner. So there was, I laughed a few times, so that's why I didn't give it a worse rating. But yeah. And yeah, I knew you were going to, you were going to like the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Watch the first 30 seconds, shut her off. <laughs> Yeah, I almost didn't even want to watch this movie within, like, the first 20 minutes of it. I was almost going to say fuck it and not watch it. Kind of like how I did with uh, the hip-hop witch that we reviewed in the past. I never finished watching that, and I still won't. There was that moment, too. It had, Although it is mostly pretty action-y, you did have that one low moment there while they're on a car trip that was just Mm -hmm. boredom. They're talking about random stupid things that made no sense, and who cares? None of it made any matter or difference to the movie. So, yeah. Yeah, that one awkward part. That was like the worst part of the movie. I hated that more than I did the bad acting. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of bad acting, let's move on to this other shit show. <laughs> Which, again, is Thanksgiving 3 from 2012. So, we start out with the same topless pilgrim woman, but this time in space. Um, then we get to see Turkey, that's what his name is, flying up in a starfighter and shoots her in half with lasers yelling nice tits bitch in space then the credits roll and after that says legend has it that thanksgiving 2 was the worst movie ever made only one copy remains in turkey would stop it and stop at nothing to get it as the credits roll we see men in hazmat suits with flamethrowers burning every last copy of those movies in a desert in a desert turkey is celebrating his 504th birthday party as his wife and child come into play they watch a commercial about a new product called the pluckmaster 3000 that kills skins cooks and carves a turkey in 30 seconds after the commercial there's a news story about the complete annihilation of all the copies of thanksgiving 2 turkey is Of course, not happy about it. Turkey goes berserk and ends up killing his wife. And his son, Nimble, plans to be his assistant as they go search for the very last copy of the movie. And then you get this guy named Greg Garbage who pukes up a 
copy of the film in the dumpster where he lives. And just so everyone knows, there's nothing but shitty-ass puppets in this movie. I mean, there are actual physical humans in the movie, too. But anyways, the alien Muppet named Yami finds it and meets Uncle Donnie, a guy who dresses like Mozart and is an inventor of the Pluckmaster 3000. Turkey and his son fly into town and on a seagull taxi, pretty much. And Turkey steals his son's soul, embedding it into the last copy of Thanks Killing 2. Jefferson, another guy with a Mozart's wig, talks to his puppet mother when Uncle Donnie and Yami come in looking for a piece of her mind. Jefferson wants to stick her with a butter knife stick. Yeah, it's like a butter knife attached to a broomstick, pretty much. Then a giant talking cockroach comes in and directs Yami into the oven. The two of them are building a mostly imaginary theme park called Thanksgiving Land when Jefferson gets run through by his long-awaited near-mythical long pike, but is proven wrong when he gets cut into pieces by Turkey. He then revives his son as the DVD, only for him to be pulled out through the doorway. Uncle Donnie, Yami, and Lois, I'm guessing that's the puppet mother, follow it into a forest, and Turkey is left behind. The next time we see them, they're discovered by a wise turkey who gives Yami a wishbone and disappears, and then all of a sudden they're back at the house. Turkey welcomes them back and takes the DVD away from Yami, and then the doors burst open to reveal Rhonda Worm and Muff, and Rhonda Worm is basically a space worm on Muff's shoulder, and Muff's like this all-black alien robot type thing that doesn't really talk. It makes a bunch of noises that sounds like it's talking. But anyways, they were in a few scenes looking for Turkey. Uncle Donnie turns on the prototype for the Pluckmaster, which processes Turkey and ejects him out the window, which almost kills him. Rhonda reveals that he is Turkey's co-star in Thanksgiving 2. They began a affair. Rhonda learned that Turkey was using dark magic in his performance. Anyone who watched Thanks Killing 2 would fall under Turkey's spell. To destroy the last copy of Thanks Killing 2 and prevent Turkey's curse from taking hold, Muff would send the DVD into space through a vortex, which Rhonda activates out of Muff's butthole. Meanwhile, Turkey recruits his Skeleturkeys to rebuild him, and apparently they somehow lost his penis. To make up for that, Turkey gives himself a chainsaw dick before saying gravy. He cuts his way into the house and kills Lois by sticking the chainsaw in her mouth. The vortex gets screwed up and the others beat up the skeleturkeys that attack them. Turkey then tries to kill Yami with his chainsaw, but then Uncle Donnie sticks his hand up her hole, because remember, she's a puppet, and brings her back to life. Yeah, Yami and Rhonda find Turkey, and he ends up uh, introducing his beast called Blarth, who chases them through the tunnel so they can get back to Donnie's place. Muff stops Blarth by blasting 
him to death with his arm cannon. Ronda reveals that he is injured during the getaway and Muff extra injures himself by crushing him to death against his chest. Then Muff accidentally shoots himself in the head. Turkey and Wise Turkey appear in the room and fight in a style almost like of old video games. Turkey wins the fight, then Rhonda comes back to life and reactivates the vortex out of Muff's broken butthole. Yami tries to destroy the DVD once and for all, but Turkey shows up and starts beating her to death. But then she stabs Turkey in the neck with her wishbone, causing Turkey to erupt into a pillar of flame. As Turkey's head grabs onto Yami's leg, Nimble pushes his dad off and kills Turkey once and for all. Donnie lets go of her and go home and finds Joy later bringing Thanksgiving land to life with the help of Rhonda and Muff. And the movie ends with Turkey appearing and yelling, gobble, gobble, motherfucker. And uh, yeah, that's the end of the movie. And uh, when it comes to the Rotten Tomato scores, again, they didn't have any, but with an audience score of 29% this time, and Google gave it a 44% this time. The budget for this one was about a little over $100,000. Again, no box office because, again, it was a B-movie. Comes to my overall thoughts. My first thought is that this movie is fucking stupid. (laughs) The same lame-ass fucking effects as the first movie. Story was out there and made no sense at all. I don't think there's enough drugs in the world to make that happen. Nothing was enjoyable for this movie. And the only tits you get to see in this movie were the same ones from the first movie. So clearly I gave this movie a zero score rating. What about you, Tim? Okay, so it starts off, you know, the space thing. Okay, I forgive that's an intro, whatever. They made a fucking terrible intro. That's fine. But then it uh, goes into that fly flying down. That fly goes from puppet to real fly foot flying to puppet to animated fly flying like a like a cartoon flying through real life areas back to puppet and it lands in with the garbage the gar- talking garbage as soon as i saw a talking garbage i'm like oh shit <laughs> so this is our very big game we're not even through the first scene past the whole like space chick getting blown up then you have a muppet show up fucking muppet I'm not shitting you. It looks like something out of Fraggle Rock. What the actual fuck? Then you have this like whole um, Thunderdome situation, like the little guy and the big guy, but it's a worm, a very nasty, disgusting, sexually dysfunctional, weird worm who apparently at some point lost his penis and got fucked by the turkey. But the turkey thought it was a girl, but he wasn't really a girl. I. Uh, Okay, um, that's just this is actually shit from the movie. I'm not making this shit up. So yeah, this was all over the place. You're right. I don't think because you can't. You want to not really pay attention, but you need to pay attention because these things don't make sense. But yet they don't make sense even if you are paying attention. There's no drugs. There's no drugs that'll make this work. And the fact that they spent what a hundred thousand on this one versus three thousand the other one. The other one was better for three thousand than a hundred thousand. They did not get their money's worth out of this one. Not even close. What the fuck up was with the DVD having a turkey head that was a son? Anybody figure out why the frig or how that happened? Nope. No explanation. It just is. Okay. That said, yeah, my, my, I, I would definitely say I think we found something that beat Killjoy. This is a zero. Zero skulls for me as well. Finally, 
beat. This is not something you should be proud of, Lando. We should not have picked something worse. Yeah. So everybody knows I picked both of these movies because next week is Thanksgiving. So I figured it made sense. Mm -hmm. Horrible decision, clearly. I mean, I've seen people talk about this movie and the first one, and they actually enjoyed these movies. I'm like, how fucking high are you to enjoy these fucking movies? I would not recommend either of these. There was potential for the first one. This one, since it was everywhere and had fucking puppets everywhere. I mean, there was only, yeah, two actors in the whole goddamn movie that were actual real people. Well, including oh, the robot dude. One redeeming factor. Fucking granny was awesome. The, the old lady. She was a riot. Yeah. Up until she got face fucked for the chainsaw. Yeah. But uh, anyways, I think that'll be it for this episode. So as always, you can email us at whatinthehorrorpodcast at gmail.com for any movie suggestions. If you don't want to email us, you can hit us up on our Twitter. That's whatinthehorrorpodcast, all one word. We also have our Discord. But as always, I've been Lando. And I've been Tim. And we are the fuck out of here. You were listening to What in the Horror. See you next time. Ha 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 ha.